SAFM. Prime time all day long. Going to take more of your voice notes and your WhatsApps on the Chiefs Sundowns it's debacle if you're a Chiefs fan or the celebration if you're a Sundowns fan. But now let's go to a beautiful part of the world. And it's a place that I really, really need to go to. Well, first, and then I want to go there a lot of times. And I know they make good wine out there that way as well. Uh, my only experience of the Uppington area was when I was in the army. And that wasn't the greatest experience in the world. But let's talk to the event organizer of the Orange Descent. Uh, they are going to be hosting the South African River Championships, the K1 and K2 River Marathon Champs, 6th and 7th of November. First of all, I want to find out about the Orange Descent. Waldo van der Linde, thanks very much for joining us. Waldo, uh, this really is an amazing part of the world. It's a desert, but then this Orange River runs through it, and it turns it into this amazing thing. What's it, what's it like to run a canoe down that river there? Yes, yeah. No, um, to be honest with you, we've been... Uh We've been hiding away here from everyone <laughs> because uh, everyone seems to be forgotten about Afri- Uppington, but mm. they also forget that the biggest river in South Africa is running right through town. And as, as it is, it's exactly as you say, if you fly over this area, you'll see that it's desert. There's nothing, nothing, nothing when you fly over it. And all of a sudden, there's this green strip just running all on the side of this Orange River. And mm. I mean, the, the river is the life of this whole area. Without it, it would have been just desert. I, I know there's some so, good, yeah, there's some, uh, and there's some good wine farms out there as well. I was just having a look at the, the Google yeah, Maps. There's I mean, it, it, quite a few things I want to do out there. Yes, it's, it's, uh, we've got it all, eh? We've got <laughs> the, the wine farms. We've got uh, export grapes that it's uh, doing wow. some of the best export grapes areas over here. We've got... Uh, now what they went over to the export raisins, so the export raisins also exploded. Yeah, so we've we've got a little bit of everything, yeah. Eh? <laughs> okay, now you got to put on a, a a big canoe river marathon championships. What's the water level like? Ach, and the the main thing about the Orange River is because it's a it's a it's a, probably one of the only sustainable rivers that really has a constant water level all year round, and we. I mean, we've done the Berg so many years, and the last few years, I mean, we were running at 5 cubics and 10 cubics and that type of thing. And the Orange River is running constantly at 35, <laughs> 40, 50 cubics. So so any any day of the year, it's, it's, it's paddleable. It's not like you have to be relying on rainfall or, or good river flow. I mean, the more water there is, the more exciting the river gets. And... So, so yeah, we're very spoiled with all of this water running right through on our doorsteps. Uh, I'm having a look at the website now. There, there, there are a number of really tricky parts there because the river does spread out on uh, on some of the points. I mean, there, there's some amazing rapids, but there are also points where it looks quite shallow with a lot of rocks in the way. So it's going to be tricky, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's definitely because I mean that's that's the thing about South African paddling. When we were isolated many years ago. We we all went back to the rivers and and we created a, a, a exciting adrenaline um, driven type of river paddling that that we only we we probably the only country that really focuses quite a lot on that so so these guys has now been become used to these type of rivers so if if there's not something that challenges them <laughs> they don't really look at this race and I mean. 
this ride's got it everything. They've got the rapids, it's got the scenery. Mm. It's um, yeah, it's 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 not too challenging, but um, so we were able to downgrade it to a B grade race so that it allows more more paddlers to to to, uh, to paddle the actual race. But yeah, it's exciting. It's a beautiful part of the river. The hospitality over here is great, and I mean, there's there's so much more to offer off the water and on the water. It really looks quite interesting. There, there is some flat water. There's also uh, this uh, ca- canal. Will the will the paddlers be able to go down the canal? Yeah, no. It's, it's I mean, that's uh, probably the only race in, in in the country that I know of that we have huge irrigation systems running right next to the river mm. and it's a, it's a canal that's about three to five meters wide at some stages and and at the one nearest weir that where we get out they um they actually lower the canal course by about a meter because there's some low level bridges that you can go through but i mean just for safety we level we we lower the canal a bit bit lower so, oh so you don't hit your head it makes for yeah, so then you can clear underneath it, and right. uh, yeah, but it makes very exciting paddling because uh, that river or that canal flows mm. at about twelve, thirteen k's an hour, sure. and that's that's probably the speed the top guys have been going on the flat water. So now, if everyone wants to try their personal best speed, uh, they normally do it in that canal, and it's about a three k stretch of uh, just uh, flying down that canal. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I just just to put it in perspective, where does the race start and where does it finish? It doesn't go over the Akrabis, does it? No, no, okay. it doesn't. No, we <laughs> with 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 COVID and and so on. We, yes. there was a lot of new challenges came come in, and I mean, we we got probably going to be the first and the only race to ever host a SAK one and K two champs on one race mm-hmm. because normally these races are. A stage race and it's either a K2 race this year or the K1 race but now with the limited amount of river races left this year we have been handed the card and uh, they said now we must try and split it so we have the SAK1 and K2 race so everyone coming down needs to decide either they bringing two boats and racing the first day on a on a K1 mm-hmm. which will be the SAK1 champs and then the second day in a K2 with a partner, which will be the SAK2 chat. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful stretch of river. I mean, we, we, we normally start from Uppington going down to Kanoneland, and um, it's about a 30-kilometer stretch. And then the second day was always from Ikaya to, to Karkamas, which mm-hmm. is about a 39-kilometer stretch. But now with the guys not able to take too many much leave this year and so on, we try to to, to move the race from Saturday to Sunday. And oh, it basically was Friday and Saturday, but now it's going to be Saturday and Sunday on the 7th and the 8th. Mm-hmm. And we swapped the two days around. So now the, the longer second day is now the first day, which gives us much more time to do it on the Saturday and the Sunday is the shortest day so that the guys can still finish right. soon enough and still get in their cars and drive back if they want. What about all the COVID regulations and things? Are you guys ready for that? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's definitely going to be a challenge. It's 
it's it's going to be very different to to previous years because we've been well known for our hospitality and and the after parties and and all of that mm. after the race because all these paddlers they they enjoy good days of paddling but they even love the fire <laughs> campfires and the drives afterwards more so so it's going to be sad to to literally get everyone on the water and then literally chase them away when they get off the water mm. because we're still stuck with that 50, no more than 50 people at one spot. So it's definitely going to be challenging. There's definitely going to be a complete changes to the whole structure of the race because firstly, there will be no registration. Secondly, no spectators allowed of any sort over the whole race. And then... Uh, no prize giving. So, I mean, if you take those three away, then you, know, you literally, you're just racing and then, then they need to head off. Yeah, th- things are going to be different. Uh, but do you still have the, the big field, the, the, the big competitors there? Are we going to have a good competition? Yeah. The, I think with the, with, the, with the SA titles being added to the race, it will draw quite a lot of people extra that uh, that normally doesn't uh, look at this race because uh, i mean it's we've been privileged over the last few years i think it's eight years that we've been running it now is mm. is that it's a long drive for everyone yes. we we're really out of the way so so once the guys committed and they come down and they experience this race they keep on coming back year after year so for the race it's going to be a great opportunity mm. because there is some new paddlers that haven't raced this race before and once they've been here and seen what we have to offer i mean it's just going to grow the race from strength to strength and with the sa titles coming up eh, there's definitely some guys that that were able to train on during lockdown and had ergos and indoor trainers and stuff like that and kept it going which will be much fitter than the rest mm. of us so um, <laughs> so there will be definitely some new contenders on the on the block and i think they that will attract the, the rest of the field and i mean that's the, like they say the the normal fish and chips paddlers they just follow wherever the the top guys are going my guest is waldo van der linde event organizer of the orange descent it's also the k1 and k2 river marathon championships happening on the 6th and 7th of november Tweet at SFM Radio and at John Herica. You can also call 0891-104-207. Colin wants to talk, uh, talk about canoeing. Colin, good evening. Good evening, John. And good evening to um, your guest. Waldo, yeah, go ahead. You know something I just thought of? Let me try and listen to some radio programs. And I happen to listen to what you're talking about yes. now. Yes. The first time, actually, I'm listening to it. And I'm so amazed. I've always heard of the Doozy Canoe and the Berg. I've never, ever, ever heard, and I'm a South African, born, yes, read, yeah. that in Uppington <laughs> there's a canoe marathon. It just shows, eh? it just shows there's not much advertising. It's not much media. There's not much write-up mm. about places that we don't even know. You know, it came to my mind, I used to uh, watch on the, on the TV some years back. We used to have uh, a guy in South Africa uh, that did river rafting. 
It takes all the tourists, Zambezi, the rapids, no rapids, mm-hmm. and uh, even the canyon and those things. But I haven't seen him on TV anymore. I don't know if he still does it or do, what. Do you remember his name, Colin? Um, Killett. Andrew Killett. All right, I'll look it up. See what yeah. Rapid rafting. I know him very rafting. well. Tell us, so is he still doing his thing, Waldo? He's, he's still doing his thing. He's, uh, he's probably one of the... Yeah, one of the top kayakers still in the country and well-traveled, and he still runs Gravity Adventure down there, also on the Orange River, but just yeah. lower down at Three Wells Drift on that section. Um, there's been a bit of uh, water trouble down there because the irrigation has just exploded down there. So now they've moved up to to the the higher parts here at Hopetown, which also offers quite a a nice bit of rapids and, and, and river paddling and also has a canyon there that, that that's similar to the one that we've got here to at Nears at Nears Gorge. And yeah, he's still going strong. He's, he's down in the Western Cape and, and operating from there and up here north and so on. Well, the, Colin does bring up a good point, and, and you started it by saying you're, you're, it's this little secret of a country. But like you say, it's, it's far away from everywhere. How do we get people to know more about not only that? I know there's a bicycle race that happens in Uppington as well. Do you want it yeah. to get big, or are you just happy with the way that things are? No, I mean, it's, it's, at the end of the day, it all comes down to, to budget and funding, eh? mm. because the thing is, as as soon as you start attracting the numbers, you you'll attract some decent sponsors. And uh, unfortunately, um, yeah, being so out of the way, it's you have to give it a little bit of time and have it grown over years and that type of thing. But um, I mean, it's it's it, if you compare it to a race like the Doozy and the Fish River Marathon that's down in, in the Eastern Cape, and and those races can host. Or they attract yearly a thousand, two hundred, thousand, six hundred paddlers with their seconds and and spectators on uh, added to that, mm. and and the river we've got here can accommodate about five times more people sure. because it's such a big river. We've got all the hospitality because the thing is, these plenty of guest houses, camping terrains, and everything because tourism is one of our major major um, businesses over here because we are basically the gateway to the Khalakari Kingsburg Park mm. and to Namibia and so everyone coming from on their way to Namibia or to the park or that type of thing all have to travel here and stay over because of the far distances between the towns and that. Right. So so we've got the facilities, we just need to get them all here. <laughs> and I'm going to have to make a point. I've always wanted to go out there. I've wanted to have a little holiday. So yeah. hopefully this race is an incentive for me to get out there. Just, I mean, there's always that worry about the condition of the roads and the trucks and things. Is is it still safe and sound to be able to get onto those, the N14? No, definitely. I mean, we've, we've, we've got probably some of the most quiet roads in the country. <laughs> I mean, point. and that's, and that's, that's, uh, a good example of that is all these German and European motor uh, manufacturers mm-hmm. come twice a year and they bring all these fancy future cars that, that only come out in years' time yeah. that they come and test here on our roads because it's, it's, it's such quiet roads. And, uh, and, I mean, if you've ever driven between Brantley and Kennard and, and, and Camus, it's uh, you can literally... 
just put your car on cruise control and go for the next 180 k's <laughs> in a straight line. You won't even have to look left or right. So, so it's a, it definitely becomes quiet if you get out of the towns and the busy areas and the really the roads they quiet down and it's a, it's a bit of a drive. But I mean, it's if once you get here, it's, mm. it's definitely worth it. So if you can make that decision and and commit, it's definitely something that we can advise. Well, the, I I know the answer, but can you tell me why Uppington International Airport is one of the longest runways in the world? It's because of our other things that we are famous for. Is you'll always notice on the local news when they they, have, they come to the the weather section, there's always one town that uh, <laughs> that's always the hottest yes. in the whole country, and and that's the thing is it's planes and stuff like that, and especially when it was first built, it was built as a military airport. Mm-hmm. So so the the planes that that take off here, they are. Mostly big planes, and and I mean we've we've even have the bragging rights that the Concorde once in I don't know when it was, but it actually came and landed here in Uppington. Oh, okay. So um, yeah, because of the heat uh, and and during the midday and that type of thing, we reach about forty five fifty uh, Celsius, and 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 that basically is not a good thing for taking off of 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 big airplanes. So that's why they made it so long. Mm. Yes, one of that's one of the answers. I also discovered uh, maybe you can go and do the research and maybe correct me if I'm wrong. Um during the bad old days in South Africa, the big 747s weren't allowed to fly over Africa. You had to fly out uh, over the over the Atlantic Ocean, go round the bulge. You remember those old days yeah, if they wanted to go yeah, to England. Yeah, so yeah. Uppington was an emergency runway for a fully laden, fully fueled 747. So they needed yeah, this yeah. really, really long runway to be able to land if there was a problem if they took off from Cape Town. Who yeah, knows? because I, know, I don't know. If everyone's familiar with how long uh, runways are, but this one is almost six kilometers long. Yeah, it's twice so, the size. Um, right? Yeah, I mean it's a it's it's actually fun to watch the guys that are doing their PPL training here because they <laughs> there's some familiar exercises which they call touch and goes where you land and then you take off and land and take off. Yeah, and yeah. A, a normally on a normal runway you land and then you take off. On this one you can do it about four times before you reach the end of the of the runway. Right, <laughs> There's a good place to train. We've digressed from the River Marathon champs. I'll give all those details out again. Waldo van der Linde, thanks for joining us. Okay, thanks a lot. Event organizer of the Orange Descent. It's going to host the South African River Championships, the K1 and the K2 River Marathon Champs, as you heard, 6th and 7th of November out in Uppington. It really is a beautiful part of the world, and it's one of my bucket lists to go to. Uh, even if you don't, not a canoeist, uh, why not pop out to the Northern Cape one day? And if you're in that area, let me know. Is it starting to get hot already? Is it okay to go to Uppington in the middle of summer, or should you rather go now when it's spring? Uh, are we allowed to do inter? We're allowed to do interprovincial trips now, huh? Yeah, you can. Get out there now while you still can. You were there, SFM. We were making our way towards the news at nine o'clock.